Welcome to Planet Surgery, a medical podcast by Baxter Advanced Surgery Team. Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast series of Baxter. Insights into the world of surgeons, surgery and perioperative practitioners across Europe. My name is Iris Kalleinhase and I'm the medical manager for Advanced Surgery Benelux in Germany at Baxter. Today, I have the pleasure to interview Dr. Esa Natur. At Baxter, our vision is to be a global innovative leader in the operating room, providing solutions that improve patient outcomes and enhances lives. Baxter's podcast program is a new way for you to hear from colleagues across the world. In this episode, in this episode I'd like to welcome Dr. Esa Natur, who is an international well-known cardiothoracic surgeon working at the Heart and Vascular Center of the Maastricht University Medical Center in the Netherlands. He focuses in particular on complex aortic pathology, including endocarditis and endovascular approaches, as well as heart and lung transplants. For the past six years, Dr. Natur is leading the European Vascular Course at the EVC in Maastricht, a large training platform for cardiovascular procedures. Moreover, Dr. Natur is founder of Stichting Stillgesetz, Standing Still Foundation. This foundation was set in order to assure a fully comprehensive platform to cater for all emotional situations that patients and their loved ones face before and after often drastic life-saving medical treatments, thereby ensuring improvement of the quality of their lives. To make this goal understandable, his experiences are translated into his recently published book, When Life Comes to a Stillstand, which he will give some insights in this episode. So a warm welcome, Dr. Natur. Thank you, Iris, for having me here. It's a big pleasure to contribute on this um, podcast. It's our pleasure. Dr. Natur, cardiac surgery has changed a lot over the last decades in means for the surgeon as well as for the patient. Would you briefly review for us your opinion on the biggest game changers? Yes, thank you. This is a very good question. The um, cardiac surgery is the youngest discipline in surgery. In fact, we are not older than 80 years. But in the meantime, we're the most standardized and innovative discipline. That makes us um, working directly to that point, to the heart, finding the heart with minimal invasive techniques. So we came from big sessions towards minimal invasive instruments. We have the best tools ever. So we are working on, um, on less invasivity in patients. Beside all innovative changes you mentioned, do you also see a change in the patient profile within your patient group? Oh, yes. Um, our patients became older. So we are not dealing with the best patient who is a younger patient with uh, good quality of vessels. So they reach us with um, comorbidities, and most of them are already anticoagulated, so 
the majority of our patients, cardiac patients, are under aspirin or other anticoagulation agents. This is challenging to us, so we have to take in account that the patient generation is changing and we have to adapt to this, of course. Thank you, Dr. Natur. Identifying those changes, how do you prepare your procedures according to patient blood management? In, in cardiac surgery, blood management is extremely important when compared to other disciplines. Uh, as you know, we connect the patients to the CPP, to the pump, means we are changing the hemostatic situation in, in the body. So blood loss is absolutely important. And when we prepare this, we have to uh, understand why is the patient bleeding. We have to feel, is the patient going to bleed or not? Are we losing blood during the pump time, uh, using cell saver as example? Now, the cell saver is uh, collecting the blood and give it to the body back. But that means that blood is, that blood loss is leaving the body and creating possible disadvantage for the coagulation. And therefore, we have to understand how to avoid these situations. And how do you see the role of the surgeon in this process? The surgeon is responsible for uh, this process, but we, we cannot do anything without your help. We need you as partners. Uh, the industry partners are providing us with the right agents to could understand the pathology of coagulation. So as example, in your advanced department for cardiac surgery with your active and passive substitutes in homeostasis, we have to understand when to use what and an agent um, that should be used for sealing of stitch canal bleedings is a different agent that can be used in so-called passive uh, blood loss. And when we uh, adapt this in our daily practice, I think we achieve together the most um, big, the biggest advantage for the patient. Staying with the aspect of patient profile and coming to your recently published and very unique book discussing the mental and emotional condition of the patient undergoing difficult life-changing surgery. Can you tell us some more about this impact on the patient's outcome? Yes, this is a really good question because we are talking about a changing population. So patients are older and with more comorbidities. So we have to understand which outcome are they looking for? What can we help them and how to um, uh, allow them to go back to a kind of quality of life. So our treatment is going to be together with you, by the way, to make possible for the patients to could go back to a good outcome with an acceptable quality of life. Dr. Natua, in your book, you talk about the roller coaster journey of the patient. What exactly do you mean with this? Well, once you are taken out from your comfort zone, um, you are disoriented. So you crash when you have a diagnosis, the need of open heart surgery or any kind of cancer, as example. So you will crash down towards very deep points that you never have been. So 
you are already in, uh, uh, you are running behind your facts. And now we need a team that can understand in which emotional situation you are and to give you the adequate treatment. And that's make you um, unstable in ups and downs. And therefore, I decided, in fact, to attack and address these points in my book. It is a roller coaster journey since the patients are experienced the ups and downs without adequate help. So, do you think each patient can return to his normal after the operation, which of course is the ultimate goal for the patient? Yeah, of course. We all want to bring patients back to a kind of normal, but very important is to understand once they leave that normal, there is no way back to this normal. So let us call it the old normal. And in the book, I'm calling it the same. It is the old normal and a new normal. So the journey is going to be towards the new normal, which is the new you. Um, I think all patients will reach this once we join them in the journey in a personalized uh, way. So to give them the, their needs in their special situation in, in every different phase of the journey. So understanding this correctly, preparing your patient and your operative procedure is key to you for successful cardiothoracic surgery? Yes, of course. Both of us, patients and we, we have to be prepared once we enter the journey. Uh, anticipation is a good tool to do this, as example. Uh, when you are prepared, you will go uh, easier through this so-called roller coaster journey. And then I hope that you will come better out of the journey. And that's what we do in life. When we want to drive our car, we have to train and be prepared to good drive for uh, having a driving license, as example. And this is the same. The patient journey is a production of our work together with your work as company and the patient himself. All of us are owner of this um, journey. Thank you very much for these insights. And may I ask you, what would you recommend for your colleagues or to surgeon in other specialties when it comes to patient-centered treatment? Yes, as, as I said before, we are, um, we are very good. We are good doctors. We are excellent surgeons and top caregivers. But 30 to 40% of our patients are unhappy after good surgery. So I don't want to accept this. What I will recommend is please listen to your patient, listen to your patient and to his beloved. Only then we could have an overview about his problem. And once we have that overview, we can help them in the exact way they need. So patient-centered treatment or personalized medicine Is, this sounds very good, but we should mean it. And this is the only way how we can do it. We have to go back and to listen 
to our patients. Listening is very, um, very difficult. I know this, but we can practice together to good listen to each other. So, Dr. Natur, is this what you need for successful surgery? Yes, of course. What we said before means you are prepared for your procedure because you are informed about the patient, about comorbidities, and about everything that possible can, that could happen. And in the meantime, you will be prepared for plan B, since plan A is the standard one, plan B, C, and D, let me say. As example, in, in bleeding situations, when we once we understand the mechanism of the bleeding, the kind of the bleeding, we can choose uh, to use an active agent like sealant or a passive agent like hemostatic powders, because if you use them in the right indication, they will help you better. And um, this is one of, of, uh, of the reasons why you can be successful in your surgery or not successful in surgery. So thank you very much, Professor Natur, for this valuable and very interesting interview and for sharing your view on patient-centered treatment and cardiac surgery with us. And again, congratulations to your very unique book, which gives a new perspective to patient healthcare professional and patient relationship. Thank you very much, Edith. And to the audience, please contact us for any feedback or questions. And I really like to encourage you to read the book of Professor Natur, When Lives Comes to Instill Stand, which suggests strategies to deal with life-threatening crises and to find a new normal without the old mistakes. Of course, if you want to be our next speaker, please click on the Contact Us button on this webpage. Thank you very much for listening and don't forget to come back to us in two weeks' time to listen to our next episode. Music